You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. You don't really know somebody till you live with them. <laughs> no truer statement. Dead ass. Dead ass. I am an advocate for shacking up. Mama don't kill me. <laughs> but that's what we did. And it worked. Dead ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm -hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. Story time. This is when, take us back to 2016, right yeah. before Cairo was born. Okay. We had moved back to our apartment in New York. Mm -hmm. Money was tight. Wasn't low money, was tight. Mm -hmm. We had a plan on moving out, so we were trying to save money, blah, blah, blah. Kadeen and I had gotten to a huge argument because I had looked at the American Express bill and she had spent, I think it was something like $600 at Starbucks one month. <laughs> Wasn't that it was, it was that crazy. No, I, the reason why I remember $600 was because you had went to Starbucks practically like every day mm -hmm. and it was 30 days in a month and it was about $20 <laughs> you spent at Starbucks. So I was like, yo, this is $600 on Starbucks. Likely right? story. So I went through every single itemized thing of, that Kadeen had spent, right? And her argument was that a lot of the stuff that she bought was for the house. And I was just like, well, that's because you like to live a certain way. I don't need that. I could rough it. I'm good. Mm -hmm. So Kadeen said, oh, really? Say less, my <laughs> Negro. Say less. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. After about a couple of days of going to the bathroom, I noticed that the toilet paper has changed. There's no more Charmin. It's straight single ply toilet paper, right? And the shit hard, like loose leaf paper. So now my asshole 
It's sore because <laughs> I'm using the single ply sandpaper, toilet paper, and I'm like, ooh, ah, ah. Because you ooh. know this nigga will take a shit about three, four, <laughs> five times a day. I have a very high metabolism. Very high metabolism. <laughs> like so, straight on some puppy type shit. So I poop literally. like three, four times a day. So my, my shit is on fire. So now I got my little extra money. I'm buying A&D ointment, right? And I'm just trying to make sure my, my, my booty good, right? <laughs> so one day... One day, I go into Kay's closet because she had her own closet. Me being the husband I am, make sure she got her own closet with her shoes and stuff. She had a walk-in closet, right? I walk in there to get something. What do I find in the corner? Charmin toilet paper. <laughs> so Shorty Shorty was not only having me go out here with the raw ass, right? I'm walking around with the raw ass. She hiding Charmin toilet paper in her closet. So I'm like, oh, this is what we doing? This, so what we doing now? All right. So I go to the bathroom one day. I take an extra long shower, right? Petty Pendergrass. Extra long oh. shower. I'm in the shower. And Kadeen's like, I'm trying to get in there, right? So I get out the shower. I'm feeling good. I feel great, right? Get out the shower. While I'm laying there on the bed, I'm counting it down. Three, two, <laughs> one. Da-dow! <laughs> I'm like, what happened? She said, you use all my fucking hair products? <laughs> I said, correction, I didn't use it. I just flushed it down the toilet. And she's like, now he's wasting money, y'all. <laughs> wasting money on my good, good hair products. My good up stuff, you know. And that started the petty wars. I want to love you. Oh. And, and treat, treat you right. right. I want to love you. Every day and every night. We'll be together. together. Yeah. With a roof right over our heads, we'll share the shelter of my single bed until <laughs> that wants to complain to me about you, his you raw ass. That. You wrong for that, bro. How you gonna have a man walking around here with his raw ass, bro? You know what? Let's I'm take, a grown let's man take a walking around here so we can dissect that story time. All right, like let's a just, cowboy. <laughs> let's go. Cheeks is on fire. Let's go pay some bills and we'll come back to this dissect story time and explain what was going on. All right, y'all. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct 
varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, Near, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, and we're back, y'all. So about this toilet paper situation and the hair supplies, okay? I'm still tight. She got real petty real quick. I'm still tight. Okay? But the best part about it was, well, two things. <laughs> my mom. I'm glad you laughed. Coming to the apartment. Do you remember when my mom came to the apartment? How could I forget? And she used the bathroom, right? Oh, my gosh. Right? And I know you was going. All there. my this was shortly after Deval was having his episode with the cardboard ass yeah. toilet paper, right? My mother came by one day and she was helping, you know, with the kids and stuff like that and whatnot. And I remember her being in the bathroom and screaming out, "Kadine!" As only Mimi can call my name that way. Mm. And I was like, "What's the matter? What happened?" Toilet paper is this you bought? Exactly. I'm here trying to wipe myself and my hand just busts through the paper like that. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, Ma. Exactly. Well, what kind of force were you trying to wipe yourself? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, know, sis. I don't know what's happening you know what there. I mean? But I feel like. Her. Was it necessary? And she was like, where you find this toilet paper? Why? What? Where's the Charmin? Where's the, this one here? Where, what is going on with this toilet paper? I'm like, well, what's going on with you and Devon? Y'all got stock in Charmin? Everybody's so concerned about Charmin. You know you, but you be the main one wrapping the toilet paper around your hand, that wrapping the mad time, and then just pat, pat, 
Dumping because in there. the charm, Yo, you don't need, the, you don't necessarily need to be rapping and rapping and rapping. But you be rapping. You could, I don't be rapping, Janelle. I don't be rapping. How many cubes on average you use to wipe? How many cubes on average? On cube, on average, I would say, depending on the day, depending on what's happening, okay? It could be four to five. You're lying, It could lying, be seven son. to eight. You're lying. It depends on no, the situation. No, guys, she's lying. I, I know because I count my cubes. I use... <laughs> No more than five cubes of toilet paper to wipe, son. Because I fold. I fold. <laughs> if you go into the bathroom folding? after me, I be folding the cubes to make sure that it's, I, I get the most maximum usage. I go in there sometimes yo. after you, yo. <laughs> it be a whole half a roll in there. <laughs> and all she true. did was pee, son. That be your kids. That be your kids. Nah, son. Well, first of all, you haven't had a vagina. So until you know what it takes to wipe one, don't talk to me about how many cubes I use. Touche. Touche. But I do know. I do know. It can't take you more than three cubes. To pat that cat. <laughs> you got to pat the cat with three cubes. You can't use more than three cubes. Pat You're being wasteful. That's a whole Pat slogan. the cat. Three cubes. Pat, pat the, the cat. cat. Three cubes. Pat, pat the cat, cat with three cubes. cubes. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, Say hey, pat, pat the cat, cat with three cubes. cubes. That's hey, all you need. That's all. That's going to be a new rule in the house. Put up there. Well, I'm the only girl in the house now, so nobody's going to be clocking my toilet paper usage at all. What you need nah, to check is your little boys who be doing a whole lot of rolling out they now, too. They don't be my boys. It'd be But cash. it was the best when my mom was literally like, what kind of toilet? The way I, when I wipe myself, the way my hand busts through the paper like that. And I was like, ma, okay, first of all, TMI, go wash your hands before you, like, <laughs> did you even leave the bathroom yet? Go wash your hands, sis. Then her and Deval proceed to have a conversation about me and this bum-ass toilet paper that I got. Exactly. And then he exactly. asked mom to bring him home some sample packs of the Andy ointment exactly. from the home. So that way on a budget. he didn't have to buy Still on no budget. more Andy. Still and on he on just borrowed from the baby. I mean, hey, it worked out. Your we mother were, saved Your we mother were, saved our marriage. We were lathering up assholes if she, everywhere. If she, didn't come in here, if she didn't come in here and complain <laughs> about that toilet paper, I would have left you. But all I had to say I to her was, Ma, I got the stash in my my, my closet. Just, you know. Who's that? Let's get to the meat of the show because now I'm getting mad. The meat of the show. The meat now, of the this show. Is, this is what Moving happens. Moving in and people's isms. Yo. All right, y'all? Dealing with people's isms. What are the signs that you're ready to move in or not? <laughs> well, or not? Well, the first sign that you are ready to move in is good communication. <laughs> right? We talk about communication all the time on this show. But I'm explaining to you why communication is important when you move in. Right? When you're dating someone. And y'all have a, a, a spat, mm -hmm. right? Or y'all have an issue. People tend to say, you know what? I'm going home. I don't have to take Yes. This. I'm I, going home. So we, what show you, is that from? You can do it. Come on, man. It's my boy Urkel. So okay. Family good, matters. Good, good. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. That's what the toilet paper felt like. Newspaper. <laughs> it felt like newspaper. Was it at least the sports section? No. My bad. I'm, I'm still pissed. But yeah. anyway, when you, when you are in a relationship with someone and your only refuge is leaving them. <laughs> right. When we have an argument. When you move in, there's, there's no leaving. Go. Right? So now I got a problem with you. You got a problem with me. And I got to stare at you in the face. Mm -hmm. Or we got to sleep in the same room. Mm -hmm. That it, it kind of prepares you to learn how to communicate even before you get married. Mm -hmm. And here's the truth. Kadeen says she's, she was all for shacking up. She, wasn't, was she wasn't all for shacking up. 2007, no? when I was living. Now she's going to say no. In what moment? Let's go back to. I'm talking about shacking up for the purposes of knowing what it's like to live with somebody. Let's go back to the pressure. Remember the pressure? 
but that's remember not the even the topic of the no, conversation but remember today. the conversation that we had you was just like i don't want to be shacking up and be nobody's living girlfriend that's a, a genuine issue for people. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what I'm They're saying. talking about just shacking up in general, you mean. Okay, gotcha. Right, you. so you gotcha. aren't all for just shacking up. Like, mm-hmm. we were trying to be purposeful right. about learning how to live with each other. Well, also, so, too, I think shacking up made sense for us, too, because we felt like, okay, here we are, a couple in our young 20s, right? We are trying to decide what it's going to look like for us to exist mm-hmm. together, what our future is going to look like. Because like we've said on previous shows, we've always talked very openly about our goals, our dreams, mm-hmm. our hopes, things that we want to accomplish. So in my mind, I'm like, OK, what sense does it make that I graduate from college? Well, now grad school, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay for housing in grad school. I'm now 23 graduating from grad school. You are now, you know, working in the NFL mm-hmm. or doing what you're doing. Does it really make sense just for the sake of saying it or just so our parents could feel better and our grandparents and all of our ancestors? They're going to feel better <laughs> because, okay, Kadeen is paying rent over here to homeboy that we don't even know. Deval is paying rent to another homeboy over here that we don't even know. Those are two different rents that are going out mm-hmm. of two people's accounts where they can just collectively work together Absolutely. if they're living together to pay one rent mm-hmm. to then have the plan to save that other money to eventually purchase a home. To me, that just made sense in that moment, right? It wasn't necessarily a matter Until of I just... Until I didn't propose on time. Well, yeah. Well, that spiraled became, into another thing because I'm just like, okay, where's the next level of our relationship going? And that's and that's the reason why I said the whole thing about the pressure is that's mm-hmm. the argument for some people. Yeah. Some well, people, especially shake, women, are just like, I'm not moving in because right. if I move in and then I'm playing wife right. and I don't have a ring. And then things are getting comfortable and right. he's getting comfortable. And but you just explained all the reasons why I felt like it made sense for us to move in together. Absolutely. Financially, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Plus, it made sense for us to learn how to communicate together. Yeah. When it like here, signs you're ready to move in. Mm-hmm. You have good communication. You talk about finances regularly, okay. which we do. Mm-hmm. You served, uh, you survived a big argument, which mm-hmm. we did. You talk through your relationship problems, which we did. Yep. You talk and agree about goals and expectations in your relationship, which we did. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk honestly about moving in together, which yes. we did, and you can talk about your deepest fears from moving in together. Mm-hmm. The reason why those last three are very important. Is because those aren't talking about the rainbows and sunshine of moving in together. That's right? a fact. Because there's there's more rainy days when you mm-hmm. live together than there is rainbows and right. sunshine when you're learning. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm gonna preface that by saying there are more rainy days than rainbows and sunshine when, when you're, you're learning. learning. Living together. Once you've learned and you understand each other, the rainbow and sunshine days far outnumber the rainy days. You want to know something that's rainy, often in the house now that we live together even 20 years later oh gosh what's rain learning people's isms and learning people's things and like their little ways you know what i'm saying and i'm saying this at risk of sounding crazy because i know i have my ways okay i just want to put one of the vows ways out there right okay so my husband love the death you know has this thing where (laughs) here we go here we go he likes to just like step out of his clothes and just leave it at like the edge of the bed. I have a system. He just leaves it at the edge of the bed. And I'm like, bro, I'll clean up everything in the room around, make the bed this, that, and third. But then there's just like this pile of clothes there. So if you're a person that just like gets irked by people's isms or little things and you have pet peeves, those are things that you want to realize early on that you're going to decide, okay, I am just going to deal with this because that's just what he does. And he's just cute 
when he leaves his shit at the side of the bed on the floor in Don't the try pile. to put sugar on it now. Don't try to be my friend now. Don't try to be my friend now because you put my business out in the street. <laughs> now you're trying to be my friend talking about it. It's all right because I got, I got equal business, I'm sure. And yeah, I've you said do. that. I know. Yeah, you do. But it's just one of those things. People are going to have things that are going to irk your nerves. And you cannot walk away from that when you are living together with somebody. So think about that before moving in. What is your tolerance for pet peeves and isms? Because if your threshold is not high for it, you might just be in a conundrum. That is very good because the next one on the list was said. It said you accept the other person. You accept their mess. <laughs> you make literally and figuratively. The decision. You make the decision. It says you can't go in believing you'll change your partner to think and live as you do. Right, because you naturally want the person to be comfortable in their space. So you don't want to come into a situation where you're moving in and now you're micromanaging how that person should be living. For all that, stay your ass over in your own place, <laughs> right? Oh, you didn't tell us your system. What's your system? Oh, my system of stepping out of my clothes? Yes. So when I step out of my clothes right there in the bed, right? Right there in my little shorts area. Mm -hmm. That's because Mimi often comes into the room to get the baby, right? Mm -hmm. What if I'm naked and I got to grab some shorts? Mm -hmm. I can step right into my shorts, bow, the shorts be on. As opposed to walking all the way to the closet past uh, Mimi with my dangling out. <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful, so I keep the shorts right there by the bed. I feel like that's a good, pretty good system. Yeah. Especially I mean, you were doing if, it before Mimi, though. You've been doing this since, like, college. Because in college, I had to jump in my shorts to be a 5.30 a.m. workout. <laughs> so I used to have my girdle and my shorts right there by the bed. As soon as that alarm rang, I didn't want to waste no time. I used to step right into them joints, pull them joints up, brush my teeth, go to workouts. I have a system. Okay. Right. I guess this don't never judge you yet. my system. It has not I don't judge you, you for sweeping dirt into the corner of the room and collecting it there for weeks at a time. <sighs> I don't judge you for that. I don't judge you for keeping the messiest bathroom in the history of bathrooms. My bathroom is not messy. My side is not messy. It just has a lot of things. <laughs> I use a lot of products. Okay. So there's not mess. There's just products. Okay. Hey, fine. So, hey, and that dirt, whatever. sweeping that dirt thing is like, it's old go. news. I don't do that anymore. I it's, used to though. I was a chronic sweep everything into a corner because I couldn't find the dustpan in the moment. So I was like, whatever. You did me. Those you are know. just two. I got a whole bunch of other. All right. We can ask for all that. I gave you one. Around, I gave you seeing one. Seeing wigs randomly places. <laughs> looking like whole heads. Scaring the shit out of me. It'd be dark in this house. I'm already scared because this house is big and dark. <laughs> I'm walking by someone. I'm thinking it's an intruder. No, Kay got a wig on the back of the, the coffee table. It's just a wig just standing there. <laughs> How about Mimi drying her wig on the, on the wine rack the other day? You see what I'm saying? like, why is my mother's wig hanging off of this bottle of wine? Scared the piss out of me. I turned the corner to go to the pantry because, number one, I was hot. You know when you hot, you be hungry and paranoid. <laughs> so now I'm hungry and paranoid. I go to the pantry to go get me something to eat. Oh. And there's a curly wig just sitting there on the wine rack. Almost shit on myself. <laughs> Good thing we got two ply toilet paper now, because that That's shit that fact. I took that day and was an crazy. abundance of A and D ointment. Yes, compliments of Dakota. But that's also when you learn to live with people, you understand what their isms are. So when you see a random wig <coughs> or a dirty bathroom, you don't get all excited and get oh, pissed you about don't it absolutely not. Even the kids know. Kaz is like, "There goes Mimi's hair." <laughs> it's just, <laughs> no, that's it Mimi's hair. It is. it is what it is. All right, and another sign, or more signs rather. You live rich and independent lives. Oh, this, oh that's, a that's big cute. One. That's, that's a big one. Right there. Rich and independent lives. So once you move in, you'll spend more time with your partner. Resentment can grow if you don't have your own life outside of your relationship. Can you read that one one more time, man? Resentment can grow if you don't have your own life outside of your relationship. Creating routines together that will help you build a home and a bond, but keeping your independence will keep you 
or will help you rather in the long run. And taking alone time when you need it. One of the biggest um, complaints I get from people when they move in with their partner, significant other, wife, husband, whatever, is that one person is always a little bit more clingy than the other. Mm -hmm. And once they first move in, it's now I'm going to spend all my time with you Mm -hmm. because we're living together. But then that person becomes your entertainment. Mm-hmm. So when that person doesn't make you feel good or that person doesn't make you feel comfortable in this space, you tend to blame that person for why you're feeling down because you don't have your own independent lifestyle. Right. And then it's like no one else in your face. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, sometimes I may just be, you know, I might have woke up on the wrong side of the bed or just been, you know, kind of having a lot on my mind and I kind of just want to be alone or, mm-hmm. you know, and Deval be like, why are you sitting in this room by yourself? Or, you know, why are you, why are you this? Or he may feel like I'm taking something out on him, on him. And I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to take it out on you you just happen to be the other person that's in this space with me right now i can't go anywhere to be alone in this moment i can't be alone in a funk somewhere and it's not necessarily a responsibility to bring me out of the funk because i felt like sometimes that's what you felt you felt like okay if she's not in a good mood and she's in the house with me then i have to find a way to get her out of it sometimes you just want to be alone and that becomes difficult when you have nowhere to go because you live together and and i'll be honest with you that's that's one of the biggest things to to learn is that the person you live with may not always want to be around you. Mm-hmm. That hurts. I'm saying if you're a social person and, and you're used to being around people and this is the person you madly in love with, you feel like when y'all move in together, we're going to watch movies together. We're going to make out all the time. We're going to be on each other. Then you go in there one day and that person look at you like, Ugh. <laughs> then it's like, what did I do? Right. But it's really nothing that you did. This person Nothing's just you, wants yeah. their space. In that moment. And, and a lot of times you don't realize that you may do that to the other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I used to say to you all the time, like, you know, like I'm always running after you, always trying to find you. But then I don't realize when I go down to the man cave to be by myself, it's literally the same thing. The same exact thing. Now I have to go find your ass. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, well, why'd you leave me in the room? And And, go on to, you do that a lot. I do do that a lot. But But that's also something I had to realize, right? I was telling you to not do things that hurt my feelings while realizing I was doing those things. Mm-hmm. That's accountability, mm-hmm. right? You would go in the room to get your own space. And I'd be like, man, why are you always leaving me? But then I didn't realize that I used to leave and go in the man cave in the theater by myself mm-hmm. to have my own time. Mm-hmm. Because when you're focusing on your own time, you're so focused on your own time, you don't realize how you doing that is affecting other people. Absolutely. And it only matters to you when, when they do it, it affects you. Yeah. And we just have our favorite parts of the house. Like yeah. I just enjoy our bedroom. He enjoys the theater. So it's like, I want to be like, I want to invite you to my favorite place. So how about you just come in here and I was right. like, I don't want to lay in the bed and sit in the bed all day. And I'm just like, no, I just, we should just be able to spend time in yeah. our room together because that's just my favorite place. Which and is vice cool. versa. I, and I think that having an independent lifestyle is very important for mental health. Right. Because your sanity, your happiness cannot be predicated on someone else's existence. Right. Because then, then they're always going to fall short. They're always going to mm-hmm. feel inadequate and you're always going to feel like you're pulling teeth or reaching for something that's not there. Absolutely. So, so this one, I don't know, because this is one of the reasons why we did this. It says you're not doing it for convenience. So don't move in with the spouse to save money. Mm-hmm. Convenience may make other parts of your life better, but it won't improve your relationship. Thousand percent. If, if your only reason to move in with each other is to save money, then that's a horrible reason to move in together. Well, yeah. And then that. that then you're looking for a roommate. Right. Like you're not really looking for a, a spouse or a relationship situation. Mm-hmm. You're just looking to save money. So if two people are, you know, can amicably live together mm-hmm. and say, all right, well, I just need to save money. You need to save mm-hmm. money. And then we can just come and go and do our own thing. Then fine. But it not being the sole purpose. It can't be the sole person. The sole cannot purpose. Be that makes sense. The sole purpose has to be 
because I love serving this person so much that I would want to be around them more often. That has to be the sole purpose. Yeah. Everything else is a byproduct. Of course, you save money mm -hmm. and it's more convenient when you live together, but it has to be something you want to do, mm -hmm. not feeling like, oh, it's something I have to do now because this will help me in a different aspect of my life. Right, because the focus will just be saving money and then what mm -hmm. else, you know? You're on the same page about your relationship. So that spirals into that. Don't ignore your relationship problems. Issues will grow once you move in together if they have not been addressed. Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. That is, I don't even need no explanation. That's just it what don't. it is. But Kadena and I went through this. There was a point where we were talking about uh, getting separated mm -hmm. and talking about possibly getting a divorce. And mm -hmm. then we were thinking about how inconvenient it would be mm -hmm. for us to not be living under the same roof. Mm -hmm. And then we started thinking about how much we would hate not being around each other. Because here's the truth. As mad as I am at Kadeen at times, I feel exponentially better when I know she's safe in the house. With so you. With me. Yes, mm -hmm. with me. So, so for me, it's like <laughs> I can be mad. I'm fine, I'm mad. And, and this is before we even had the big house, when we lived in the apartment. Even if I'm mad and she's in the, the kitchen mm -hmm. and I'm in the living room or she's in the living room and I'm in the dining room, I'm fine with that. Yeah. As long as I can see her and I know she's okay. Because the things that used to hurt me was when she used to get mad and she'd be out somewhere or driving. My biggest fear is that something happens to her while she's in a rage or she's upset. So mm -hmm. um, for me, just living together just was, it was always important for me to know that you were always safe. Right. You know? We were definitely on the same page with that because yeah. my soul would not rest unless I knew. Like a couple mm -hmm. times, you know, back in the day, the Val would get mad and he's like, oh, I'm going to my brother's house. I'm going to my father's yeah. house. And I would think the same thing too. Like, God forbid yeah. something happens on the way. You just left me in this rage. Yeah. And then, God forbid, something happens, then what? Um, mm -hmm. And even though we'd be pissed at each other and you may have to be in the living room or I'll be in the living room in another room, mm -hmm. just the fact that we knew it, okay, at least he's breathing around the corner. Right, right, <laughs> even right. Even though I hate that motherfucking breath right now. <laughs> right, right. I hate that breath, but uh, at least he's breathing in my vicinity, so we good. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing better when your partner is trying to apologize or break the ice. So y'all haven't talked for a couple hours and everything is like, super thick in the apartment be i ain't saying nothing and then she walks in with your favorite red shorts on <laughs> and her crop top shirt on with no bra and she rolls her eyes she goes are you hungry <laughs> and it's like oh that's your apology and she's like i'm not apologizing i just want to know if you're hungry because i'm about to eat and i don't want to hear nothing then she turn around <laughs> real slow and stare back at you and she's like i'm gonna make your favorite sandwich then you like, oh, I know she wants, she ready for this to be over. <laughs> like those be the best we parts be about tired of it. Yes. <laughs> At that part, it's like, all right, I, I get it, I get it. When I see the the red co-ed shorts, and I know y'all probably have seen them on Instagram or YouTube because <laughs> Kay knows that if those I'm are my favorite them, shorts, and she knows I've had those shorts since I was oh my god, fifteen, sixteen. When I first the met the fact you, that they can still fit me, they do not okay, fit you the sis. same way. They do not fit you the same way. But they fit though. They do yes. fit. Yes, and it's that back in the day fabric that you could wash for years and years <laughs> and years, and it should still be intact. No holes, no fraying. That's true, no, though. The elasticity in the waist. Uh, those those shorts are over twenty years old. Yeah, and it's the co-ed still on them in the back. Right, it didn't get washed it out. Didn't yet. get washed out. <laughs> um, it, it, well, when I first met you, those shorts were appropriate for you to wear because you used to wear oh, them yeah, on I used campus. Oh like, yeah, wear them out, and they would come down to your, at least yeah. your mid thigh. Now, them things almost like yeah, a thong. Yeah, letting your body ride up murder. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A whole ass body rider. That's one of the, some of the favorite things about, you know, living with somebody. Yeah. 
you get to see them in all of their glory. That part. All the time. But let's get back to, to <laughs> so some of the, the real kids. things. Um, um, yeah. Um, you stayed together before. So taking a trip or extended stay together, right, for periods of time will help you to see these hidden facts about how your spouse lives. Yeah, because there's, there's nothing like meeting this beautiful pageant girl. And you're just so enamored by how long her hair is and how pretty she is and how perfect her smile is and her body's amazing and they are staying together for the first time and then she rolls over and you find out that she wears a retainer <laughs> so you reach over to give her a kiss and you're like hey baby and she's just like hmm <laughs> and you like why are you talking like that she's like, no, this not what I'm this is my retainer and now she, she drooling in her sleep and she snores because of her retainer and you all enamored by this woman just to find out that, that was as real as it got, y'all. <laughs> that was as real as it got. All right, Yo, yes, yes. When I tell I you, I ain't never forget the time you had on. This is the first night you stayed with me. You had on that lavender boy short mm -hmm. uh, bra combination. I was all hyped, like, yeah, yeah, that's my <laughs> baby right there. And then you was laying in the bed, turned over, and I had my arm around you. I threw my leg on you, was spooning. And I was like, you all right, baby? And you were like, yes. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, that's a pretty on spot on like Daffy Duck uh, impersonation that you're doing. And she was like, what, what do you mean, Daffy Duck? <laughs> Shut and up. I was like, why I do you sound, sound like that, that right now? And you literally said, suffering suck a task <laughs> for my retainer. And I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. I was Guys, trying to ask you for some head, but Deval, I, I don't capping. want it no more. You capping. I'm not capping. I'm not capping. I didn't want to get no head at that point. I couldn't even know if you was breathing because you was breathing. Like, your, <laughs> your, everything was off. From like your ENT, you should have went to the ENT doctor because your ear, nose, and throat was all clogged. The retainer just had it all sorts of fucked up. But I you still love you. It's the price I had to pay for straight teeth, and I will not apologize. Don't apologize for my retainer. And you would have seen me pre braces. Then you'd have been making fun of me for a whole nother thing. No, I seen you. You'd be I'm, calling me Bugs Bunny. You, okay? you went from Bugs to Daffy. Okay. Yes, you went from Bugs to Daffy, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Daffy is way better. Way, way better. Okay. <laughs> Is it time for a break yet? Because you're aggy <laughs> as fuck right now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We can take a break and get back to some listener letters. We'll be back, y'all. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Near, yes, near, the OG that I used for years has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay, it works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month. 
but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. All so right, we're, we're back. back. Listen at a time. We've told y'all way too much about DeVal's ass, you know, Dead ass my retainer. With Daphne and DeVal. <laughs> <laughs> That F. Y'all have learned all the things. I'm sure more <laughs> things than not that you care to learn about today. So let's learn about y'all. Okay. How about we get into these listed Sorry, bro. Now? My ass has never been the same since that putty battle. Like, the, like this shit is, yo, like I was so pissed. Come yo. on. That's a very forgiving area. It should have healed by now. It definitely healed. All right. Okay. Definitely healed. But it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. I feel like it just gets irritated way too quickly. <laughs> I, I was I was well, I started getting the it. flushable wipes now, right? Because you can't use regular wipes. The flushable. That's what joint. I'm saying. Now I gotta use flushable so. wipes. I can't even. I use think Charmin that just comes anymore. with age, though. Can't even use Charmin anymore. Does that come anymore. with age? No, it comes with your wife setting you up for for disaster. Think about in your lifespan how much ass wiping you have to do. Like in your entire lifespan, that's a lot of but trauma if, to that area. But in if general. you use Charmin, <laughs> you don't have a problem. When you use sandpaper and sticks and rocks, because your wife's trying to approve tr- a point. That's what happens. And ever since you put out my hair product, my hair ain't never been the same. I'm over here having to Beijing my shit. All right, so we we both even. All right, right. Both even. All right. Anywho, let's get into y'all listening letters because we can go on for days <laughs> about this. You want to go first? Um, no, you go first for a change. How about that? Perfect. I'll read the second one. Hey, my name is Mohammed Zidane. I've been with my girlfriend for 15 months, and lately we've been doing terrible. She told me I heard her, and she doesn't want. 
She doesn't want to be with me anymore because I don't communicate or update her and she didn't feel loved anymore. I'm in school to be a registered nurse and I work with my dad at a convenience store. So I have no time to take her out. Uh, oh, take her out at all. And I've been really focused on my dad's business and school because I know once I become a nurse, life will be better for us and I will be more free to take her out and treat her good. Bro, you should have you need a, you you need a couple period. periods. You well, period. I'm looking at this thing. <laughs> That's all one sentence. That's a whole paragraph. Mohammed, I love you, and I'm so thankful for you writing it, but bruh, yes. that was a paragraph with no period in there. Yo, whole paragraph, no period. That was amazing. That was all a right. full thought. <laughs> <laughs> but in the process, I forgot that I needed a period. No, I forgot that I needed <laughs> to communicate and, and keep her happy right now so we both could get to the future she wants. Nothing to do with me, but I'm in love with her, and I don't want to lose her, but she heard... There's so many times she doesn't believe I really changed and wants to do better. She always sends me videos of both of y'all Instagram because we really look up to y'all. So can you help me out, please, and tell me if there is a right if this is regular for couples to go through and tell me if y'all been through something like this before and how y'all dealt with it, please. It would mean the world to me. So, oh, Mohammed, you're Mohammed. in love with the homegirl. You're in love. That's cute. I love that. Let and he's working to be a, a registered, registered nurse. nurse. That's that's dope. We need more male nurses out there. So, Mohammed, from 2010 mm -hmm. to 2014, mm -hmm. Kadini and I had just got married, and this was four years. I had made a decision that I was going to focus solely on getting into TV, film, and building my business. With that being said, I had to make sacrifices. Kadeen didn't get no designer bags. We didn't go on any fancy dates. We didn't go on any vacations. Mm -mm. The two of us committed to sacrificing that moment for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. So we did what we had to do in those moments to live the way we wanted to live for the rest of our lives. Yep. As long as you communicate with your spouse or your significant other what your plan is, they'll yeah. feel comfortable in that moment with you because you're doing it together. If you neglected to tell her that you didn't forget about her, but you're working towards something in the future, she's going to believe that you just forgot about her. Yes. You said I would don't say, communicate or update her. You need to do that. that absolutely. I, there was not a day that went by, especially for me coming from the NFL and constantly spoiling Kadeen where I, I didn't feel horrible not, about not being able to do the same things for her mm -hmm. at that point in our marriage, especially because we had just got married. But you'll be shocked at how resilient the ones that love you are when it comes to the things they need and want mm -hmm. if it's going to be for the betterment of you two collectively yes because kadeen definitely didn't and kadeen loves bags she loves shoes she loves to travel she loves to be spoiled but for those four years i never got a complaint mm -hmm. this is the this is the facts kadeen never said to me well you don't ever take me nowhere and when i tell you we didn't go nowhere we didn't go nowhere like so date nights, we got creative. We were in the house, yes, you know, <laughs> popping popcorn. There were pop no Ruth, There was no Ruth Chris. There, there was, was no, no Del Frisco's. There was no. We didn't no go out to shit. eat. There we was didn't no do fancy. Anything. We were yeah. home. We were making, home making the best of. And well, back in the day, it was Blockbuster. Remember mm -hmm. college days? <laughs> blockbuster. It was Blockbuster. We were just building. Yeah. And um, there's nothing wrong with going through that part of your relationship together if you both speak on. Yeah, it. I think on the flip side, Mohammed, um, coming from maybe her perspective. 
just not feeling necessarily included in the plan or feeling like she's a part of the plan mm-hmm. um, can also too be a little de- a bit of a ter- deterrent because yeah. you're just kind of unsure about what what's happening here. What's the purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what are we working towards? And if she's really invested and if she's really in love with you and really loves you and, and can see a future with you, then she really honestly should have no problem being able to say, you know what, babe, this is going to be a sacrificial point for both of us mm-hmm. because we know if we just like put our, our heads down and we just work and we work and we work right now, we can definitely see the benefits of it later. Now, I don't know much about her, but if she's a homegirl that's looking to just, you know, say, hey, I'm looking for all the things now, 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 because let's be for real. That's what social media has people feeling yeah. like, you know, being in these relationships that all this fancy shit is happening now, especially younger. Like I'm looking at even people in their 20s you know mid 20s that are just out there doing lavish things you know with whatever opportunities they have if she's looking for that and she's not willing to stick around for that um long haul with you then that also might be worth a conversation as well so i think it all goes back to you just being really transparent with her about your intentions um and maybe a timeline you know devon and i used to talk about things in terms of years like okay what's our goal for this year right you know where do we see ourselves in the next two years where do we yeah. see ourselves in the next five years you know that also too can kind of give at least something that feels a little bit more tangible than it's just empty promises what it may seem like but we also can't let him off the hook right mm-hmm. if you have to describe wealth in one word mm-hmm. that word is time mm-hmm. people find time for the things that are important to them mm-hmm if she's important to to you, mm-hmm. you got to find time for her, bro. Mm-hmm. And time costs you nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. take her some, take her to a park. Mm-hmm. You know, um, make us get find out what her favorite movie is. Make a do a, a movie night. Hell, your father dinner. own a convenience store. Get her. Thanks. Get some sandwiches. Get some snacks. Put that shit in a basket. Get you a blanket or a sheet out your mama's closet or yours. Spread that shit out, and it's a whole picnic. Bow. The funniest part about Dollar that Tree, you get some candles, you make it cute. Air. Get you some little candles or whatever, make it cute, some little rose petals or whatever. Make use of the convenience store. Tell time. dad, yo, make time. the time. Make the time, bro. More than anything else, yeah. make the time. There we go. Time to spend and time to communicate. All right. Second question. Hey, Deval and Kadeen. First, I'd like to say that I absolutely love y'all. I've been following your family since Deval was trying to get the boys dressed and out of the house when Cairo was just a baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Y'all are a dope ass family. Thank Thank you you so so much. much. It's been a minute. Cairo is a whole ass grown man now. (laughs) I know. I'm a 33 year old woman who has been with my husband for eight years, married for almost five. We're married for two years before our we had our first child. When our daughter was just four months old, I found out I was pregnant again with our son. We had babies back to back, so they're just 11.5 months, 11 and a half months apart. My daughter is two and my son is 16 months. Before the babies, our marriage was amazing. Sex was off the charts. Date nights were often, and we were literally, literally didn't have much to argue about. We spent time together and put one another first. We're truly best friends. After having two not so good pregnancies, hubby didn't adjust well to the pregnancy hormones two times. Um, Our marriage started to decline i feel like i'm a married single mom i work full-time as an elementary school teacher maintaining our home soul chef and do 95 percent of everything to take care of our very active toddlers he feels like i put the kids first and i've forgotten how to be a wife i literally have no energy for my husband after working cooking and being a mom i've expressed that he if he would help more then i would have more energy for him I've started to build resentment towards my husband mm. because I feel like he does the bare minimum to help with our kids and I want him to help more and be a true partner. I've communicated this to my husband, but there has been no 
consistent change. I want my marriage and desire to keep my family together. How can I get my husband to be the partner I need and bring the spark back into our marriage? Ah, There's two things. We don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. In what sense? In what sense? In this this sense, right? He says she forgot how to be a wife. Mm -hmm. She says he's not really good at being a father and a productive partner. Mm -hmm. We don't know which came first, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, she had two tough pregnancies, Mm -hmm. right? We don't know if because of the hormones, her attitude pushed him away, Mm -hmm. or we don't know if his neglect during the pregnancy pushed her away. Mm. You see what I'm saying? It would be nice to hear both of their perspectives so we can kind of put a timeline together of which came first. Mm -hmm. Because once you know which came first, then you can attack the root problem. Mm -hmm. All the other problems become byproducts of the root problem, Mm. right? For example, a lot of times, and you and I have talked about this, during pregnancy, then after pregnancy, when you are a mom, some women lose sight of the fact that you still have to be a wife and be of service to your husband the same way your husband has to continuously be of service to you mm-hmm. even when you have kids, mm-hmm. right? As a partner, as a spouse, you don't get the chance, you don't get an opportunity to say, well, I'm no longer serving you because we have kids. That's both sides. Mm-hmm. Husband is not allowed to say that and a wife's not allowed to say that. Right. So we, we have to be cognizant uh, as partners and spouses that we have a responsibility to continuously take care of each other while having kids. Mm -hmm. You don't get to put that aside. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, you had gotten a little backlash once when you had said that you put me before the kids. Yes. And um, we were just kind of like, why would we not? Well, this this is why you get backlash. Because people tend to be idiots, right? (laughs) When they'll they'll say stuff like, which comes first? the kids, or your spouse. Mm-hmm. They want to equate that to there's one piece of chicken left in the house. Who are you giving a piece of chicken to, your kids mm-hmm. or your spouse? And then you have to make a decision, and based on the decision you make, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. it decides whether or not you're a good person or not. That's not how fucking life works. <laughs> all right? There's not <laughs> what one if piece all the of kids are left. full and there's one piece of chicken left, so my wife is going to get it because she's right. hungry. Right. Like, <laughs> context. Like, like, like people need to understand there's context with these stupid ass questions they ask Mm -hmm. to kind of put people in a box right Mm -hmm. i will always put my wife first Mm -hmm. mainly because my wife and i are the ones who created this life together Mm -hmm. my wife is a better mom when i put her first Mm -hmm. so she'll be better for the kids if i make sure that she is good in all aspects of life that's one thing i can appreciate and that's that's my mentality right that's That's why we said you know, in a previous podcast, why we have Mimi and Papa here, right? Because That's, you felt like if I can help to take some of the stress, yes. or some of the, the, you know, the the demands off of you on a day to day basis, then that will free up time for you to be more of a wife and a spouse to me. Yes, mm-hmm. and and people need to understand that when they have kids, a lot of people when they get kids, and this is not me talking because I've done it perfectly. I've done the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's been times oh, where I've been so invested in our children that I forgot to be a husband. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that that happens if you're not constantly doing evaluations of yourself and saying, wait a minute, wait a minute, when's the last time oh, oh my I've done this for my wife? This you know just happened, what, two nights ago? I I thought I was doing a fairly good job of bouncing back after Dakota and just trying mm-hmm. to get back to my routine of things and trying to make sure that you were taken care of and we're spending our time together. And then Dakota gets sick and then I'm literally instantly in mom mode. I'm just like, baby, 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 baby. And I was mm-hmm. just like, damn, I feel like I lost... My girlfriend again, like, where'd she go? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, bro, I'm in mom mode right now because mm-hmm. I need to be because our baby is sick. Are you really going to be upset? Because like right now mm-hmm. I can't have all the attention on you. But it's also just like a, a give and take. Like you have to know when things 
who needs what more in that one moment? You know what I'm saying? And making sure that it's balanced because then we have the nights where we have date nights where I'm like, all right, these two nights of the week, you know, I want to try to make sure that Mimi keeps the baby downstairs so I can focus on hubby time, you know? I understand that. But what happens is, is sometimes you tend to think that you're doing everything in your power, but you're not utilizing the assets that I've helped provide you Mm -hmm. so that you can be a girlfriend. Right. Because I'm still mom, right? Right. So for example, if the baby is sick and not feeling well, your mom is not only a dope grandmother mm-hmm. and mother of three kids. She's also a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. So if anybody can take care of the baby, it's her. Mm-hmm. And if the baby's not in a dire need for their parent, mm-hmm. let the help help. I That's know. why mom lives here. Mom lives here for those purposes. You take away mom's power away mm-hmm. when you don't allow her to help when she really wants to help. Right. And then say to me, well, Deval, you know, I got to do this. Actually, you don't have to do it because there's a lot of times I have to delegate responsibilities to your mom or your dad when I have to make sure I'm doing things to make sure you're OK. Right. And I think that we as spouses have to learn that it is OK to say, you know what, my child does need me. But I've created a, a, great, a great space here where my child is going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure my spouse is OK. It's not OK to always put your spouse on the back burner. No. Like it's not I, I always okay that, that. that your, your spouse always get what's left over. Mm-hmm. Nobody always wants to be, I'll deal with you after. Mm-hmm. Because like she said, she said, I do this, I do that. I, I help with the kids. I help with this. But at the end of the day, so then now you're trying to get back to your husband at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And she may not, she's not the only person that does that. I know I've done that mm-hmm. plenty of times when I got so into Jackson's basketball Mm-hmm. And then still, I have to train, mm-hmm. and then I have to meet with my castmates for for readings, and mm-hmm. then Kyra wants to work out, mm-hmm. and I'm realizing a couple days have gone by, and I'm like, oh shoot, I haven't even hugged on or kissed on my wife, I haven't checked on my wife, mm-hmm. so it's not a thing that just moms do it, right? Dads do it too. I got so engrossed in what Jackson and Cairo needed and what I needed for my career, I forgot to be a husband, mm-hmm. and and it's okay when you realize that you forgot. But now you got to fix it and, fix and make it, sure that yeah. that doesn't become a pattern. Right. Like the pattern. It's the me, pattern that becomes yes, the problem. Because if pattern. it's just a couple times that happens here and yes. there, we get it. Shit gets busy, stuff fall through the yes. cracks. We're adults. We can understand that, you know. But yeah, it's when things become a pattern. And I think what happened in her circumstance, too, she said that he's not agreeing to help more with the children. So it's like right. she all she has left at the end of the day is no energy because she's been doing everything all day. So I'm curious to know mm-hmm. why he is not as involved with the children to kind of help meet her. You know, if it means like, okay, she cooks dinner and he does bath time or like how do they distribute the help in the house So to make sure that they can both have time for each other. This is where I read between the lines. She said he had a tough time dealing with the hormones. Mm-hmm. Typically, that means I'm not responsible for the things I did and I said because it was the hormones <laughs> and my husband was not used to dealing with it. Doesn't that typically the hormones what it sounds time like? Too. Well, she when was- they says the hormones... That's not she an excuse for you behaving poorly. Prenatal and postpartum at the same, at the same time. time, which yeah. we've been we've been, we've been there through before, that with right? Kyron Kaz. Yeah. So I understand that, mm-hmm. but that makes you wonder, like, okay, so if your hormones are that bad, were you even receptive to him helping? Because mm-hmm. here's the thing I've noticed, even with moms, don't worry, I got it. Don't worry, I got it. Do it this way. Let me do it. Do it this way. Fine, you do it your way. Now I'm letting you do it your way. You don't even want to help. Come on, bro. Didn't we have this conversation? Yeah, actually, you a have couple, to let a couple dads, friends recently, yeah. Yes, you have to let dads be. And, and this is not me taking a side. Mm-hmm. What I'm pointing out are things that happen in relationships that people don't realize happen. Mm-hmm. For example, 
a dude may be dealing with the fact that their wife is going through hormonal changes. So he steps back, which is something you shouldn't do. Or she may not want him to help the way he wants to help because his version of help doesn't look like hers, mm -hmm. which you shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. So he steps back. You see what I'm saying? No, I we have it. to dissect where the problem came from before we can even help these people. Right. Because I kind of want to know, like, well, what happened first? Right, right. You know definitely get his perspective. Because, because they said they were best sides. friends. Mm -hmm. Best friends don't just quit on each other. No. Something had to happen. And it's a rough patch, man. Like, once you introduce, they were married for eight years, almost five, and they were married for two before they had their daughter. So they had a nice little stint where mm -hmm. it was just the two of them. Mm -hmm. And kids can totally just come in there and chop and screw shit up. And here's you know? the truth, guys. Don't don't feel guilty or be upset when you don't. I saw a meme the other. I think it was Kier. Kier was talking about how he just don't like being a parent all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he has to go in the room and just scream or talk to himself because he's like, I don't like these little people having so much control over my life. <laughs> yeah. But then people will make people will feel guilty about that. Like I'm. This is a, such a blessing. I'm supposed to like it. Mm -hmm. It's a change. Right. And it's okay for you to not be comfortable in that change, but find ways to cope. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing when you you know when you have your kids and your wife. There are times where I, I look at my wife and she's all running around my kids and everything is the kids, kids, kids all day, all day, all day. And then at nighttime when I want to watch a movie or something and she's passed out. I'm like, damn, I just wanted my girlfriend. Like, I yeah. wanted to watch a movie. I wanted to cuddle. I wanted to make out. I wanted to have, I wanted to play pool and, and flirt and have those moments. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't. And the human in me gets jealous mm -hmm. of the fact that you chose to use your energy towards the kids. That's fine. How you respond to that feeling mm -hmm. is going to be indicative of the type of man you are. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot more men need to realize. It's okay if you have those feelings. The same way it's okay if moms, you feel guilty when your husband is so focused on the kids mm -hmm. and he's not paying attention to you. Y'all haven't done date night. He hasn't bought you flowers because mm -hmm. y'all may have a daughter and all his attention is on his little girl or y'all may have a son and he's at football practice for hours and he hasn't taken you anywhere or done anything. It's okay to feel upset about that. Yeah. But how you respond to those times and how you communicate those times is what's going to be indicative of how your relationship makes it or not makes it. Facts on facts on facts. Mm -hmm. Write into us if you want to be featured as the listener letter. Best place to do it is emailing us. All right. DMs get flooded, all that. I told you mm -hmm. before, please don't give me the dissertations in the DMs because you probably won't see them and I won't see them. So uh, deadassadvice at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C at gmail.com. You did it again. V-I-C at gmail.com. I said C. You didn't. But it's okay. People can D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C. At gmail.com. Fabulous. Okay, now. <laughs> just, you're not gonna keep you. If you want to talk to Muhammad about his punctuation, I gotta make sure you're spelling shit right. All right? That's just what it is. Say Anywho, punctuation with your retainer in 10 times fast. I can't even <laughs> find my retainer. Shut up. Punctuation. 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 Bye, Deval. <laughs> Give these people they moment, your moment of truth so we can. Send them on their merry way. <laughs> this is my moment of truth. It's very simple, right? It's the same thing that we've been preaching for years. Communication is extremely important. Moving in together will truly dis determine whether or not you guys can live in harmony for the rest of your lives if you want to get married. I, for one, will not recommend people getting married randomly without moving in together because you truly don't know anyone unless you lived with them. That's a different, that's a different beast altogether. Yes. 
but understand that there's a process to get through it. And if you continue to communicate, you can make it through the rainy days. And on the other side of the rain is what? A rainbow. Boom, baby. You're my rainbow. Oh, thank you, baby. Yeah. Well, my moment of truth um, stems off of my soundbite earlier, which says that I am an advocate for shacking up. Mm-hmm. I agree. You guys should get together, see what it's like to be with somebody for an extended period of time, what their living situation is like, what their livelihoods are mm-hmm. like inside the realms of their house. But also to making sure like we've had in one of these, um, the breakdown here is that that's not your sole purpose moving in is to save yes. money. You have to really like and enjoy this person's company and, and being mm-hmm. in their space. That should be the reason why, if anything, you guys are looking to be in a relationship, one, and then move in together. It yes. should not just be under the constraints of making it formal where it's just for saving purposes or for other motives or other reasons. Genuinely wanting to be around and loving to be in a space with somebody is a really good starting point for then deciding if moving in is right or not. Okay? Okay. And now I'm going to move in to letting y'all go. All right. <laughs> so we can move on <laughs> with the day. Um, go ahead and follow us on social media at Deadass the Podcast on social media. And then I am Kadeen. I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Deadass, y'all. And if your wife changes your toilet paper, you can go to any local uh, CVS and get the little ointment packets for free. Just tell them that you got some issues and you don't got to pay for it. You heard that here first. Deadass. No, no. Sore ass. We need a partnership with uh, Charmin. Somebody hook that up. All right. Hit us up. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Deadass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.